Welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to episode number 257 of Starting the Conversation. I'm your host, Alice Benham, and I am actually joined by someone else today. But before I introduce them, just want to acknowledge the fact that the podcast hasn't really been very active in 2024. The episode that came out right at the start of this year, all about goal setting, was, spoiler alert, actually recorded in 2023. So if you do listen to that now, just know that every time that I say Happy New Year and welcome to 2024, I was in fact completely lying. Since that episode, I have not released anything on this podcast and that has been unintentional. I'll talk a little bit within this episode about why I've had to take a bit of a break and what has been happening so far this year. A, because I always like to give a little bit of context, but B, mainly because I know that we're all a little bit nosy and we like to know about the behind the scenes of people's businesses. I'm always curious to hear about what's going on for other people. Judging by the stats, you guys are the same because any episode that I release, which is about kind of the behind the scenes of my business always seems to get some pretty good downloads. So I thought I would enter the new year, if I can still call it that in February, with a bit of a personal chat before we dive back into the regular broadcasting of guest episodes and solo chats that probably give a little bit more expertise than you're going to get (laughs) in this recording. Before I jump into that, I need to acknowledge the other person that's in the room as I'm recording this. I'm going to give some hints and clues, see if you can guess in your head who this person is before I introduce them. I first met them five years ago when they invited me on their podcast. Their podcast is co-hosted with someone else that I'm also friends with. They have been helping me in the behind the scenes of my business over the last few months. So if any of you have been to any of the events I've been hosting, you might have seen them there. And they are absolutely obsessed with mockers every single time I'm with them. Time is in the schedule to get a hot chocolate coffee combo, which quite frankly, I didn't know people really drank, but this person does. I don't think anyone does apart from me, really. (laughs) You are keeping the Pret Mocha. People are like, what? I'm like, a mocha? They're like, "Mm, (laughs) okay. So I think, yeah, I'm just keeping it alive. What can I say? I'm a woman of the people. Also, I think it tells you everything that you need to know about me as a person, that when you said obsessed with and paused, I had no idea what was coming and there could have been about 3,000 things that could have filled in that gap. I mean, one of your brand names is about enthusiasm and I think that really comes from the fact that you are an incredibly enthusiastic person. Mm, Yeah. You love things incredibly deeply. I do. I'm zero or a hundred. There's no in between, really. Yeah. The other thing I probably would have said that came to mind that you're obsessed with I've just remembered because one of the first times that you came to my flat to work work with me in person I remember I said like oh like what artist do you like um (laughs) this is not going to reflect well on me (laughs) who is it not James Bay all of them George George Ezra George Ezra that's it I adore George Ezra (laughs) I got on a George Ezra playlist and you just sang yeah I I love him but not just like sang (laughs) quietly the choruses like it was like you were somehow doing admin whilst doing a full karaoke and I like like to do the backing tracks as well that winds my boyfriend up no end he's like you know you don't need to do the trumpets don't you I'm like well I do though I need to give the full experience (laughs) you are an over performer Uh, yeah through and through yeah underachiever but an over performer what can I say (laughs) so if people haven't guessed by now I am joined by the brilliant Ellie Kime from Eleanor Molly and the Enthusiast Welcome. Thanks so much. Um, wonder if anybody did guess it. Maybe. Would love to know. Yep, send me an email. Yeah, just let me know. Just so I knew you from a mile off. Hello at alicebenham.co.uk. Ellie also sees those emails. I do. Yeah. And I won't lie, probably be Ellie that sees it before me. Yeah, so she- be nice, please. <laughs> <laughs> Knew who it was, but turned it off immediately as soon as I guessed. We'll not be listening anymore. <laughs> Zero <Can> stars. Imagine? <laughs> I don't want to imagine. That would crush me. Nah, get those people gone. George, don't like you can have my personal number <laughs> if you just slide into the DMs. I have heard George Ezra listens to this podcast. Good. Good, I'm glad. Finally, you know thing... working for you has been worth it. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know that concept that you're like seven people away yeah. from anyone. I wonder, have you ever worked out how quickly you could get to George Ezra? Yes. Oh, I know how you would yeah. get there. Oh, Not Ellie's true. got a famous relative. We oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. No, my... Oh, sorry, you've got other roots. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I mean, that would be, but that makes the game less fun. Yeah. My boyfriend's cousin is a famous actress, so that makes it less fun because it's like I could get anywhere. It's Not too a, easy. A, a good problem to have, don't get me wrong. No, my friend's friend's friend <laughs> once, <laughs> once got with George Ezra Wimbledon. <laughs> and I literally, I'd never met her before, the friend before, it's the first time or second time I'd met her. And I said with a completely straight face, it's really hard to hear about somebody living your dreams and she's like <laughs> and I was like no seriously she's like okay. how was it yeah I was like give me more details she's like that's literally all I know and I was like this is the worst day of my life so wait so your friends friends friend yeah so my friend heard it from her friend but it was about so it's like friend so I'm, okay so you're three people away yeah that's although i'm not solid. sure i'd well it, could she get in touch with you i don't though? know because all i know is that they got to, they got off with each other at wimbledon mm-hmm. i'm not sure if that's like a long term here's your phone number let's do this next year i don't know what it is i'd love imagine. to find out though if anybody has any details on it please do email <laughs> hello at i do think london's mad for that though like I feel like everyone down here is so connected to the industry and stuff that everyone mm. you're much more likely to just know somebody who does know somebody as opposed to like the sleepy little villages that we grew up in yeah that's very very true it's quite a fun thing really isn't it that's the only reason I moved <laughs> <laughs> no that's not true why did you move to the city well mm. George Ezra have you ever heard the song <laughs> shotgun <laughs> Is he? Did he do the song that they had to change at the Queen's party thing? No, it was yeah. He did that song. It's about a funeral. Is it? Yeah. We don't need to go into George Ezra Law. No, it's not. It's not what the people are wanting. No. Okay, zooming back out. Mm. No, I'm releasing this episode as a bit of a chatty one. If people haven't sensed already, this is probably. Oh, not I was in strict business mode. Okay. <laughs> so this is business strategy 101. <laughs> Get a notebook out. Sit down. Buckle in. If you're driving. Get yourself in a lay-by because you're going to want to take some notes, all right? Only joking. If that's what you're looking for, go look at one of the other 266 podcast episodes. They or don't just have, wait for they the don't have me, though. That's well, some true. of them do, actually. Yeah, you've been on a couple. Yeah. But the reason you're here today is because if I was left to sit by myself and just talk about the last few months, I think I'd be here for about three hours. I think I'd go off to about eight tangents, and I think at points it would just get slightly unnecessary. As you have been the closest witness to my mm-hmm. business over the last few months, yeah. you're welcome. I thought you could be here to help prompt the conversation along, add your insights, Mm -hmm. because the last personal episode I did was back in, I think it was November I released it, and it was about the growth that I was seeing in my business in Mm -hmm. Q4 last year, and it was a very honest insight I felt it felt honest to me into kind of how my business was growing so quickly at that time and Mm -hmm. kind of what the things were that I felt contributed to that actually one of the things that I mentioned in that episode was working with you Mm -hmm. and getting your help but I didn't say who you were so everyone was like (gasps) who is this mystery person here I am I know and I was like I said to a few people I was like you'll know her (laughs) but I'm not telling you who it is oh it was so much fun embarrassing as well if they absolutely didn't imagine if this comes out they're like I've no idea who this bitch is (laughs) Yeah, not everyone knows everyone, but the people that asked, I was like, you do Mm. know who she is. (laughs) But yeah, that episode got a really positive reaction and I can understand why because it's always so interesting, isn't it, to hear about the kind of behind the scenes of what's going on for other Mm -hmm. people. And I said within that episode, I'll definitely come back and talk more about like how this develops because I was very much like on the journey of Mm -hmm. things being very full on. And I feel like now when we record this right at the start of February, I'm very much kind of through that big season of busyness Mm -hmm. and push and I thought it might be interesting to share more about kind of how that's 
developed. Yeah, I think that makes sense because it's kind of like settled now, hasn't it, a bit? Yes, very recently though, but quite dramatically. <laughs> like the whole of Jan, mm. I was like, when is this season ending? This mm. has been mad, like in an amazing way, Yeah, but mad. Um, and then I came to my desk this Tuesday, just a few days ago, and I was like, oh, okay. I can breathe. We've Lovely. landed. Yeah. yeah. And I also thought it'd be interesting to share this because it is also the main reason that the podcast hasn't been happening throughout Jan. And I'm not sharing anything as like, a, I don't feel like I need to give excuses because obviously it's my podcast and no one really cares that much but also I just think it's interesting isn't it to understand I also think you've got a very unique approach to business ownership and you're very honest and vulnerable with what you share but it's always really I I love it when you share stuff like this because it feels it doesn't feel like I'm prying on anything Mm -hmm. like there are some people who vulnerability is such a massive thing nowadays in small business ownership but there are sometimes when I'm like oh I don't think you should have had to have shared that like if you wanted to fine but I don't get the feeling that some people who are sharing that kind of stuff are ready to because I feel like you take a very good measured um and intentional approach to things where lessons can be learned but there's no like emotional energy kind of still caught up in it so i'm excited for the people to hear it i appreciate that because that is how i intend it to be i would say most of our working relationship thus far has just been me telling you how great you are and you've been like shut up <laughs> shut up no, you, like Let i hear you, it I'll send, I'll send you your hourly rate shut up so when you said to me the other day you're like you just always say and i just did it oh, i appreciate that I, I another thing that winds my boyfriend up no end if he says something i go oh, i appreciate that and he's like you've been spending your time around alice haven't you and i'm like yes <laughs> it's so funny because you get so used to running your business totally alone it's not until someone's like i've never had this before like yeah. someone works so closely with me for a period of time that it's it's you learn a lot about yourself it's, it's really very gets... confronting isn't it yeah it's like holding up a mirror not always pleasant but you know needed. Says the one with two cameras on her right now. <laughs> so true. So you know when parts of your personality just don't make sense with each other? Like I'm genuinely in some ways very deeply insecure and mm. don't want to be known. Mm-hmm. In other ways I actively plaster my face mm. everywhere possible. Yeah. So I get upset if my face isn't in enough places, <laughs> but then get upset about the places it is. Like it's a real... I can't win. Yeah, like you don't want to do anything, but also you want to control everything. There's... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like someone I know. Anyway, so... I think where to begin on the last few months. So I'll give people a very quick recap of what was going on yeah. end of last year. But obviously they can go and listen to that podcast episode, which I'll link in the show notes if they want a bit more context. Because I think the easiest summary of it, it is Q4 was the biggest season in my business to date. And when I say bit like biggest, I mean all of the metrics in that sense. Like there was the most going on. It was very big in terms of revenue to like previous like quarters within my business um lots of opportunity lots of exciting things it you know and you just have those seasons where it feels like a season of like stretch mm. and push and like not pushing like a, i'm pushing a boulder up a hill but more of a push of like oh i'm on a treadmill that's speeding up and it's fun and mm-hmm. it's a lot but like it's a good vibe and i think when i shared that podcast episode it was kind of still building and still unfurling almost like how full on things were going to be. And I was curious to see how that would continue. Things definitely continued right up until the end of the year. Uh, Three Christmas parties in a row, I think, made sure of that, Mm -hmm. that it was not going to be a gentle end Mm -hmm. to 2023. Uh, You had the privilege of spending that week with me. I think we spent... So much time together. (laughs) So many hours in a car, so many hours moving boxes from cars to venues, back into the car, back into the venues, back into the car. Uh, It did provide my favourite anecdote of all time, if I can diverge from your... um, beautiful summary for one moment which is you'd said to me I think we might need some quiet time in a moment 
and then I. <laughs> Wait, I, we need to set the scene okay. even better. We've. It's your is... story. Why don't you tell it? No, no, no. no. Yeah, go on then. No, I'll just set the scene. We've been in the car for this is day two, so it was a four-day extravaganza. Extravaganza. <laughs> yeah, we've done night one. We are driving up to Manchester, I think. And I've—I don't remember this happening, no. which makes it even funny. <laughs> Do you know what? No, I have not. That's so—that's how much happened that week. <laughs> so yeah, we're like four, four, five hours in to a drive that I think was going to be in like six <laughs> or seven hours total. I've got in the back of my head that as soon as we arrive at this venue, we're in go mode. Yep. Like we need to set up. Then we've got over 50 people turning up and mm-hmm. also then we have to do the exact same mm-hmm. but 100 people the next night so i'm in kind of like conserve energy mode we're driving ellie please pick up the story from here and previously <clears throat> because you're very good with your boundaries um you <laughs> famously really not i think you're very good at uh, you're very good at like i oh, know i think you are no, i think to fr- yeah to friends i'm good at communicating what i need or, yeah yeah that's I think, true. and i think that's you, true. i think you are very good at knowing what you need which yes. is a lot of people aren't yeah. Um. So you had said, um, just to let you know, like I might need, I might need some like introverted time to like recharge. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Just let me know when that is. And in the car, you'd said on the M6 ton or wherever we were, you'd said, um, I think, I think we might need some quiet time soon. And I was like, yeah, yeah, mate. No worries. I was thinking, I think I said, like, oh, should we put on a podcast in a bit or something? Just sit in silence. What did I say three minutes later? <laughs> what are your thoughts on the afterlife, Alice? <laughs> I don't even know why. Oh, I enjoyed it though. Yeah, well, yeah, but I, that never has a story summed me up so well. So <laughs> thank you for that. It was a very full-on end of the mm-hmm. year. Like business, I don't even think I fully processed it. I think because it happens just before the Christmas break, it kind of ends very abruptly. Like mm. we do, we did business. Then I had maybe like four or five days of like client work and other stuff. And then you went away as well. Yeah. yeah. So it was just a very like, I didn't really have time or the desire really I guess to like fully process it because mm. as soon as it was over I was like okay that's done yeah now I just need to wrap up for the year and it was amazing like was I'm so so glad we did it so grateful for everyone that like helped made it happen and came but like three events in a row across two cities where you're going from one venue up to Manchester then back down to that same venue to do it again which we just ended up having to do because I wanted to have as many events possible for as many people to come was tiring it was it was physically exhausting but I think we'd prepared for that I don't think we'd realise how emotionally exhausting it would be and like I was knackered that week and it's mm. entirely different to be the one who's just like helping out as you had to be the face of it like and you'd said before that you kind of apologised for not helping out with some of the bits whilst but it was like it's your party Alice like everyone's here to talk to you you had to keep a face on all night whereas I like could just sit in a corner and grumble you had to be like oh my god like so I think you did fantastically well a few people said to me that they would probably liken it to a wedding yeah where like a you're smiling all the time and then your mouth hurts and b there's so many people there that you want to spend lots of time with but you actually if you just do the maths the amount of time there is to mingle I do not have time to have the meaningful conversations yeah. I'd want to have with everyone there. But and also there with is... a wedding, you've got a partner who takes half the load. Like, you had no one. You were yeah, just true. out there on your own. You're a solo gal. But I did have, like, help in the sense, like, it was so helpful having, like, you and other team members, like, behind the scenes and doing the doing. Because mm-hmm. previous events, I've always felt like I need to do everything. Yeah. And actually, I think I'm learning more and more. And this is why it's been great to have your help. Like, how to accept help and actually realise that that doesn't make me, like, selfish mm-hmm. or, like, lazy actually that allows me to do the bit that I need to do 
even better which i'll go on a slight tangent here i do just want to give people the tiniest bit of context but i did talk about it more in the episode of how last year but in terms of you helping me this was not really a planned thing (laughs) i had a realization i think you've built your business just to get me involved actually that's that's it's been five years that's what i believe very and it's finally paid off well done you in september i had a realization that i needed help and i'd written up like a job description and an application process and then i put it into the group chat that you and I have with Rachel, which is basically me just wanting to be a part of your <laughs> duo. <laughs> just like a little, little like limpet on the side of it. Stealing like, her co-host Hello. is a bold move, by the way. Yeah, but see how this one plays out. <laughs> Please let me hang out with you. <laughs> um, I sent you guys that job description and I remember just saying like, what do you think of it? Like, what do you think of that hourly rate? What do you, like, what do you guys think? Because, you know, just good to get some opinions. And then I remember you replied like, yeah, yeah, all looks good. Like, by the way, I've got some like capacity for the next few months. Like, I'd be happy to do this in the interim. And I know you like to bring up the fact that I did immediately reply with no. Um, But then... Which is fair enough. (laughs) Well, I think I had it in my head, like, no, I need someone, like, permanent forever. Yeah, because this isn't my full... This isn't what I do for a living. Like, I I was, for context, I was quite ill for a lot of last year. So I didn't have very many recurring clients because I'm a writer. Um, But I had some time. And the way you describe the job... A, I love you anyway. So spending any time with you is a privilege. Yeah, very cute. I am. Also, I knew that I... I thought I would be good at the roles that you'd like specified in the mm. job so I didn't want you to feel like you had to say yes just because we knew each other because yeah. I realise it's not particularly tempting offer to be like oh you're hiring for this particular set of skills um, I could probably do a decent job but like not for very long because I don't want to do it full time Yeah. Um, you also shouldn't and don't want to be doing it full time yeah, like yeah. it's not, it's not my long it's not my long term goal to no. be doing this forever but I'm oh, no. really enjoying it right now and I'm loving doing I don't think I'd enjoy doing it for anyone but you though oh, I appreciate that I think you were it's it feels like it's been the perfect setup for both of us Mm. at the moment because I think the biggest thing it helps it's helped with for me is realize a realizing I need help because it's almost I think once you have it you realize how much you could not live now without it Mm -hmm. and also just like learning a lot of like you know what are the areas that I need help with where like how do I communicate best how do I work but like I think it's so nice doing this with a friend because we can have such honest and open Mm. communication um you don't listen when I say that I want quiet time but yeah like everything else is super easy just wanted to know what you thought about the afterlife i don't know why that's so <laughs> I don't think i ever gave you an answer you did actually you oh, gave me a good. very good answer yeah that's i just wanted to give some people context of like you're helping me on quite a kind of short like is it kind of like an interim role mm-hmm. but it's kind of like a trial run isn't it yeah i think so it's but yeah. we're also because hiring formally takes so much time mm. so i also knew that like i needed help ASA. it's a classic thing is that you only realize the symptoms yeah and so when you need help it's like i need help now you're too far yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. i've i haven't spotted this far off enough for me to actually then go through the whole process so i think it's been a really good thing to like have you in place help with all the madness that's been going on and then also like figure out a lot of the things of then how and who i'd need and how i'd work with them to then replace you you basically just thrown yourself in and it's been a bit of a like what we are up to because business was mad and then january has just felt like a continuation of that. I know, I really appreciate it. I really enjoyed earlier when you said that um, you didn't think you'd processed business until the end of December. I don't think you'd processed it in January either. No, I don't <laughs> like think was... I have processed it now. No, because it just, like, we went from, yeah, business into Christmas into then, like, three-week um, retreats. As in, like, you had one virtual one, then the week after you had a day retreat, and then the week after you had a four-day retreat. Yeah, yeah. Which all of those things are quite 
a lot of work. Mm. Like they, they, it kind of went up in volume as like January went on. <laughs> like the, even the virtual one, like that's a seven hour Zoom. Mm. And it's holding space for a lot of people. Like you're very, it, it's your zone of genius. It's where you thrive. So you could have done no prep and rocked up to that and everyone would have still had a wonderful time because of who you are as a person, you wouldn't do that. But also it's just even when you're really, I think we all fall into the trick of thinking that sometimes if something is, if we're good at something, it should feel completely easy. And yeah. that's not necessarily true because just by virtue of some jobs it's hard like it's a lot to have especially with the topics you were talking about it was goal setting it was people's dreams it's like it's a lot to be dealing with yeah so to have that three weeks in a row is a lot yeah it was a lot and i like it i don't regret anything it's been full-on famous last words (laughs) i don't regret a thing in three months time when this podcast episode is scrubbed from the internet and you never mention ellie again you'll see what you regret I'd love it. I mean, you that's have... the kind of drama I would be asked around every small business group in. I'd be like, does anybody know what happened to Alice's assistant Ellie? You have all of the logins because you're scared of getting cancelled. So yeah, I terrified. Just, Absolutely yeah, terrified. Yeah. Threatened to cancel you. January, yes, very full on. I think partly because I was on a bit of a roll in December. Like, because September, October, November, December was so full on. I think I was just kind of continuing that vibe. Mm. So I'd planned out January. Like January was planned in November. Mm. Like the November me who was like peak, stretchy, let's go, hustle. Yeah, we're loving it. She planned Jan, Mm -hmm. which I'm yet to decide whether we're (laughs) proud of her for that. Um, She was definitely ambitious. Yeah. Like you said, January was big. We had the virtual day retreat for like 30 people. Then we had the day retreat in person, which obviously has a lot of moving parts Mm -hmm. for about 20 people. And then last week we had the week retreat for 10 people. Wow, she's going like down in number, but up in intensity every week. (laughs) That's fun. Which has a ton of moving parts. Mm Because obviously that's literally like running a mini hotel for Mm -hmm. four days plus everything in between. So January was ambitious. We should have called it the Airbnb. Airbnb. <laughs> God damn it, guys. Right, let's convene, reconvene. Yeah. We need Gathering to do it all Grove again. Yeah. It's a shite name for a retreat. <laughs> Scrap it. Airbnb. I love it. Um, but yeah, I'd planned out Jan to be full on. A, because I think I was in that, like, yeah, let's go m- mood. Mm-hmm. But also because Jan is such a month of opportunity for the mm-hmm. work that I do. Like, it's when so many people want, like you said, the like facilitation. Mm-hmm the help with like strategic planning and their business model and goal setting and whatever. So I think just naturally it makes sense for me to lean into January. But I think what I hadn't predicted or thought about, but I probably could have given it a second and realised this, but you know, didn't, was that... Didn't have a second to spare. November (laughs) November AB did not have a second to spare to think. No, I think I just didn't appreciate that ending on business and everything else that happened at the end of last year probably actually a Christmas break wasn't going to be enough Mm. to give me the rest to then keep the stretching Mm -hmm. like I really believe our businesses work in seasons and we only have so many like weeks or months that we can be like in that like more hustle mode for Mm -hmm. before we then need to kind of take that season of like winter where it's more about like stepping back and sowing seeds and resting and whatever else so I think I just didn't predict that I would enter Jan not at full capacity and Mm -hmm. I think because of that that's why Jan felt so full on was mm-hmm. also because I wasn't probably at my 100% mm-hmm. self yeah that makes sense I think it's we always think any period of rest is going to like completely fill back up our cup don't mm. we but it doesn't it isn't always the case and I think your the speed at which you went through December and the magnitude of, of what you had planned for January meant that you probably almost either shouldn't have taken a break at all and just like continued that and then you would have been dead by this point or yeah. you should as you say you should have taken a longer break um mm. to actually fully give yourself time to like completely reset yeah it's a tricky one like I was thinking the other day in future what would I do differently mm. because I wouldn't 
like it's like it's almost like this is my peak period really of mm. the whole year like business is such a big thing and i can and there's put- and there's only so many parameters you can work within like you can't change that you can't change the world's feelings around january and you can't change the well, time of christmas that's <laughs> what i'm trying to work out i'm like i'm not ever getting rid of either of those things yeah so how does that look in future like is it about making sure that like the months around them like i think if october november hadn't been so full-on mm. probably could have done like big business and then big jan and kind of almost that i i feel for me i've almost got like a three-month capacity mm-hmm. on like really pushing and I think the reason that this start of this year has felt quite full on is because it's been month four of pushing (laughs) plus all just the general like new year like you know realizing all of the things that I want from this year but Mm. also being like too busy to actually action any of those things it's an interesting like addition to the work you do for other people I think like what we're saying about the goal setting and things because when you're in that state of push and everything's happening you just you're like oh I really just need to Mm. you know there's more I want to do this I want to do this I can do this and you just keep adding more to your plate whereas actually the like energetics of owning a business is such a important thing to have to work out because as you say like November Alice maybe next year we'll just give her a gentle talking to and be like hey (laughs) hey bestie January Alice (laughs) you know I don't want to be coming across too negative though I hope I'm not. No, I don't think you are. I no. think you're being realistic. Yeah, you abs- I guess you've, you've loved all the work you've done. You've pioneered some new things. Yeah. You're like, you loved it all, but it's, it's just the truth of it, isn't it? Like, it has been very full on. You've been doing, you've been spinning 85,000 plays. Yeah, I think that's it. Is It's that weird balance of, like, would not change a thing around the what I've done, mm. but I guess it's looking at where I would change is the way I've done it, which yep. I think comes down to, like, you know, my habits my organization mm-hmm. my rest the timelines like perhaps even just how much is going on at once mm-hmm. i think one of my realizations which is not going to be a shock probably to anyone that has a brain <laughs> but is that i just like i just don't have infinite capacity mm-hmm. but i always seem to think like i just love the thought of being a robot or like a superhero mm-hmm. and actually realizing oh my capacity within my business is really limited and so instead I think I've always operated on the basis of just like if I think of it I'll do it if I would like to do it if someone might want it I go for it Mm. and I think actually I'm realizing I probably as the opportunities get bigger which is amazing but naturally as a business grows there's more that you can do Mm -hmm. I probably need to start putting a few more filters in place that help me decide like okay I could do it Mm. but should I do it yeah like I caught myself doing this the other day when I was speaking to you. I was like, let's do another set of like virtual and day retreats. Cause like loads of people didn't get to come to the ones in Jan and like, we've got the formula, but and then it's like, but why? Mm. Like, do I have to do these things yeah. just because I could? Mm. I think that's an interesting consideration for me. Yeah. And then I think if you do that question and you ask yourself whether you should, and the answer is still yes, like absolutely fine. It's not like as soon mm. as you question that you can't do it. It's just being really just asking the question. Exactly. Taking the time to like be honest with yourself and be like, okay, let's cards on the table. What's the situation here? And that's also, I think, been one of the really helpful things of having like support from you or like, you know, like talking to my mentor more often is like having that space also helps me to be more accountable I guess Mm -hmm. to like actually what I'm feeling because I'll say to you like oh I really don't want to do this thing and I think ordinary I would have just gone oh I really don't want to do it oh yeah no Mm -hmm. worries whereas actually you're then just go well then why are you doing it (laughs) or like well should we just not do it then and I'm like oh interesting Um, so basically if Alice isn't running something this year that you thought she might do it's my fault (laughs) don't be angry at her be angry at me get your pitchforks (laughs) come after Ellie so yeah it's been a very full on take a shot every time I say that this episode (laughs) you'll be sloshed last four months and it's what's been been your favourite bit from each month ooh 
Good question. Okay, so I'm going from October. Yep. September was a bit of a write-off, but October onwards was good vibes. thing I'm proudest of in October would probably be the podcast course. Mm-hmm. I did my second round of it, and people were an absolute vibe. It made me realise that a lot of people want to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. So big plans this year, once I've sorted myself <laughs> out, to do that more often and mm-hmm. bigger and better. November, I mean, I probably would have, I mean, big thing in November. I wouldn't say it was a highlight, but I'm proud of it looking back, mm-hmm. is that we finished the book. So the book got fully signed off, chose the cover, chose the name, proofread it for the seven millionth time, <laughs> hated it for the six millionth time. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was, I'm not going to lie, a lot. Like, mm. writing the book was so easy. Everything after I wrote that first draft has been painful. <laughs> And I'm sure I'll do more episodes around the book process once I'm like fully through it even more. But that was a big thing in October. Sorry, October? No, November. November. December would have to be business. Obviously. Christmas party for 250 people. Yeah. Pretty lit. Um, and January, I hate to pick favourites, but it would probably have to be the retreat. Yeah. I mean, it was pure vibes. It was. Yeah. yeah. Last week. Ellie was there, everyone. <laughs> What a lucky gal. <laughs> just I just can't be away from you. <laughs> she's, I always tell her she's my security blanket. I just need Ellie at everything that I do now. I'm like, where's Ellie? When Ellie's there. I, just, I, I was safe. always within your eyesight, wasn't I? Just so that you could look at me and I'd be like, give you a thumbs up. You'd yeah. be like, good job, Alice. Honestly. <laughs> it's like a child just looks to their parent. Just be like, go on, go on, go make a friend. You've I'm got this. L- I'm literally 50 weeks older than you. Let's not be like, oh no, I'm a year and a bit older than you. Oh, I'm rubbish. So confident. Yeah, I was. Um, but yeah, been many fun favourite things. Mm. It's been wild. Like probably what has happened in the last four months, I think is probably enough, like more than would have happened in like a good few years of my business. Yeah. A few years ago, if not even just like last year. Even if you just think about the amount of people that serviced. like yeah, it's a lot. Say it's like 100 at the retreat or whatever. 250, it's more business. However many people take your podcast course. Like that's an insane amount of clients to have facilitated yeah. within a very short space of time. Yeah. Which I if th- your main thing is usually one-to-one, that's a very different energy. Yeah. Well, you hit the nail on the head. I think that's where a lot of my fatigue as I end this busy season is coming from is the fact that my business model isn't set up to mm. do so many different things. Like, I'd also like to point out you've kept doing one-to-one stuff during this as well. Well, that's... Yeah, but just in case people didn't know, like you've been doing all of this, which is enough for anybody, but then also been doing all your usual one-to-one stuff on top. Yeah, yeah. And I had to have a really big talking to myself this Jan, and you witnessed the decision being made that I need to make, like, stronger decisions about reducing my one-to-one. And it's, it's a decision that I've talked about for years. Every single year, my goal has been to reduce it. And I have, but I've always been reducing it by like, 10%, 20%. And reality is I have a very, very diverse business model. I do so many different things. And actually when you look at where I make my money and where I help people, it's so split across events and courses and one-to-one and speaking and brand partnerships and the podcast and everything else. But when you look at my schedule, Mm. it's probably about 80% on Zoom calls doing one-to-one. And I have such a comfort zone doing it. I love doing it. I definitely have a bit of a superhero complex of like, I want to say yes to everyone and help everyone because they need me, uh, which they don't, that I just knew as I entered this year, like if I don't drastically reduce this, like I can't keep this up. Mm. Uh, The easiest way to sum up the last four months has been like unbelievable, the business of my dreams, but wildly unsustainable. Yeah. 
which is like the best problem to have is like none of the issues are actually with what I'm doing it's amazing to have so much like opportunity and good vibes and love it but I just know if nothing changes I'm gonna burn out this mm-hmm. year and you know and you have that like I, and I don't say that lightly I really really don't like using the word burnout in like a you know people just have like a tiring day and it's like yeah. oh, I'm so burnt out like yeah, I, but you're, um, you're somebody who's gone through medical burnout before and you know like that is what you feel like you're on the brink of I think that's a very fair assessment yeah it feels like the easiest way for me to like understand it myself it feels like I am on a road and I'm like loving the road and it's like a great vibe and it's like this I'm like running down this road really 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 quickly but it's really fun mm-hmm. and then I've just like looked at the road sign and it's like two miles to burnout town mm. and then you know that like cartoon where they do a like stop with their feet <laughs> and they like ground their feet and I'm like ah! and I'm like I don't want to go there mm-hmm. and then I'm like now trying to do a U-turn and run the other way yeah but obviously that's easier said than done because that U-turn basically just means a huge amount of change mm-hmm. in quite an established complicated business so that's where I'm at is like love everything need more sustainability do you feel scared by the u-turn I feel scared stopping I've noticed that about you yes <laughs> well I just heads, I find, heads we're in this situation <laughs> I think I find a lot of identity in being busy mm, mm-hmm, yeah um and so the thought of deciding not to be busy for a little while I think is probably going to make me confront a lot of that mm, those gaping holes in your calendar which you'd have usually filled with one-to-one calls yeah 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 that doesn't feel good to me <laughs> um not a good vibe that's it guys I'm cancelling the U-turn we're going straight to burnout town <laughs> take me to burnout town inquiries now open <laughs> um no but yeah I, I think it's needed so I don't think I do feel massively scared by it Mm. I think I just know it's going to take basically me ignoring all of my what's the word like impulses yeah like every like I my skill is innovation Mm. and big vision and actually I need to stop that Mm. like I need to stop innovating for a month yeah and actually just a month (laughs) (laughs) do you think a month no I think a month for now okay i'm taking it one month at a time yeah. my goal for february for everyone bit of context is u-turn mm. february is u-turn month yeah and so i've laying worked, foundations exactly yeah. bringing it back to basics because whilst it may not seem this way on the surface ellie can attest to the fact my business is not the most organized of businesses right now it is in your head oh yeah yeah it's it, very clear yeah but it's yeah okay yeah that's a yeah good disorganized there's quite a few emails financial bits and he's i don't know like it, i don't know how to explain it. it's really chaotic but not like illegally chaotic <laughs> do you know what i mean like everyone that just if there's an fbi agent <laughs> sat next to george ezra just to clarify no but as in like everyone's invoices are paid everyone yeah that, you're not shirking your responsibilities all of my clients get replied to within 24 hours but basically everything that's non-essential admin chaos i don't think it's non-essential admin i think it's non-client facing admin like you're you're so committed to giving your clients the best experience which is good so it means that they're well serviced Mm. but then everything else for you it's like well we'll see how that like that's just not a priority at the moment i think that's yeah and i've basically just spent the past four months going oh things are so full-on i'll just deal with that and then i've just kept being like i'll Mm. just deal with that and then now i'm like I need to deal with that Mm -hmm. because I'm very sure part of what's making me feel close to burnout town is just that on like a a subconscious level, I think my brain knows that things aren't calm. Mm -hmm. Like I just feel probably this underlying sense of like unease and stress because I know that everything's a little bit all over the joint. Mm -hmm. So for me, Feb is about getting on top of all of that admin Mm -hmm. 
so that thing I can then have some capacity and headspace to start doing like the new, the big, the extra. And I think as well, it's about my like personal habits and rest. Mm-hmm. So I was actually really good because I said it in the podcast episode that I shared last year that one of the biggest things that helped with such growth was that I was actually being really good at personal habits. Mm-hmm. Like I was really looking after myself and like doing all the things that helped me. I would say it was the week of business. I just completely fell off mm-hmm. that train and then it was Christmas mm-hmm. and then Jan has just been like slight survival mode like do what I need to do and, and bring my best to what I've committed to that you know when you know the things that will help but you just feel too tired mm. to do them because they take self-discipline so that I think is my other thing is just picking back up all of those helpful things because mm-hmm. I know that when I'm at my best I bring my best it's so funny because you said at the retreat last week you said one of the biggest things that the most helpful things of stuff like that is like giving business owners the space and it's so funny that you so often facilitate that for other people yeah. <laughs> but for yourself you're like well like all the goal setting things I've done for people in Jan at some point they'll ask me like what are your thoughts this year and I'm like I'm gonna no thoughts <laughs> I'm like hon I'm just getting to the end of Jan yeah that's all well you've done it congratulations we're recording this on the 2nd Thank of February much. so and I'm really proud of everything that happened in Jan it was amazing it was a cracking cracking month yeah and I, I think I did what was best which was I I kind of almost just let it be what it needed to be Mm -hmm. in the sense of I knew that I wasn't gonna have capacity for loads of extra stuff Mm -hmm. so I just went right we'll just put my head down and then I'll come like I'm so against that like Jan has to be this month Mm. of like working on the business or innovation like for most people if that feels good and it works with their schedule that's great but I just knew like I've got enough coming up that I need to just be in the business. And then I knew that Feb would be this month of being able to have a bit of a step back. I don't Mm -hmm. think I really believed it would happen (laughs) because Jan just felt like one big project after another. But it's been so nice this week to actually see that space Mm -hmm. and start to like answer my WhatsApps, Mm. sort out my tax return. Yeah. You know, and things have to get worse before they get better. Yeah. I'm in that stage. Yeah. But it's a good worse. Yeah, yeah. Because at least there's clarity. Yeah, it's the messy middle, isn't it? Do you think there's anything that you would want to share from your perspective things that you think people wouldn't know or expect things that you you've sure, learned are you sure you would like to open that Pandora's box <laughs> um, no I think you've in classic AB style covered it in a very um, intentional and 360 way I don't know what love that yeah I ha- it's just no, been, it's been a privilege is what I would say oh that's really kind we don't often say <laughs> nice things so to each other so that is <laughs> very uncomfortable yeah. well, it just is it's lovely to see somebody who's so good at what they do and who's so genuine in a industry nice. where there's a lot of you're probably going to cut this out aren't you but I'm going to tell you anyway um, I don't edit this so um, no. keep it in um, I'll slip you a 10 <laughs> or 20 I don't know what the going rate is nowadays in a industry where there's lots of charlatans it's lovely to see somebody with such integrity and such a commitment to helping people it really has been like I joke a lot about I shouldn't be paid for this but I genuinely have learned so much from working with you and I want to thank you for or the way you conduct yourself it's been genuinely very fun oh uh, that is really nice <laughs> she's not got she's not I, got a gun to my head that's about to say I, I appreciate, appreciate that, that. <laughs> oh, i appreciate that <laughs> i appreciate that um <laughs> but yeah i don't think there's anything else people need to know other than that you're a sound no. gal yeah and i know this disclaimer probably doesn't need saying but i do i feel like i'm, I'm quite like mellow at the moment so i just want people to know i'm genuinely all good <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean that like I always, always struggle when I do my like, like it's easy to let people in when things are going yeah. good. But whenever I'm sharing the like more vulnerable stuff, particularly when I'm still in it, like I don't mm. often share stuff that's challenging when I'm in it because yeah. I really believe 
you know scar not a wound yeah. help share it in hindsight don't get me wrong i didn't share this in jan like you heard some of the things i was saying in jan <laughs> that did not need to go anywhere on the internet yeah so i think because i'm still slightly in it or navigating it i just always get a bit nervy of, of how people perceive it but i think my brain thinks in extremes of like mm. i either have to be absolutely amazing yep. or like oh my gosh i'm completely burnt out i hate all my work everything's going awfully and it more often than not we're always just somewhere in the middle of that and I think if I were to sum up how I'm feeling it's like I've just you know when you get off a roller coaster and you're just kind of like eyes wide and like the, <laughs> you just have to walk a bit Slightly slowly spinning, yeah. just like spinning a bit and just taking it all in I feel like that's me and I am actually very proud of myself and glad to have spotted where this was going yep. because it would be totally within my nature and I can feel the desire within me to just keep yeah, going through it. Yeah, and go, yeah. it's okay, let's just see what we can do and what that would result in and I know because I've, I've done it before, like you said, is I would majorly burn out mm. and like when I had that before, I just would never wish that on anyone mm. and it was, it's that feeling when you're, you're you don't have control, your yeah. body stops for you yep. and as an unbelievably massive control freak, that actually is my worst nightmare. <laughs> so I'm really glad to have like spotted that road sign. And given yourself a chance to yeah. start before it gets to that and point. And be able yeah. to actually, and also like what a privilege to have a business and, you know, reserves that I can go, actually, if I said this to you the other day, didn't I? Like if I make no money in February, mm. the business will take a hit, but it will it will benefit long term. Yeah, and it will survive. Yeah. Can, yeah. We'll be absolutely fine. Like I always have a month's worth of, expenses and I don't even think that's a massive reserve but it took me a long time to even just build mm. that up and yeah it wasn't until the other day when I was panicking about oh my god but I can't take February slugs I need to make money and I was like that is why you have that in place it's like yeah. it's for emergencies what I would say on the mellow front putting my professional enthusiast hat on yeah. is I think we often equate dedication passion enthusiasm with these like high energy like really outwardly like mm. constantly 100% happy like me 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 loud loud love 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 vibes but that's not you know enthusiasm dedication passion can be quiet it can look like exactly what you're doing which is taking care of yourself before things take care so of you true. and I think it's there's a difference between between being mellow and being stabilized and I think this episode you've been stable you've been grounded mm -hmm. you've not been mellow you've not been like bouncing off the walls but that's not a bad thing like you don't need to be yeah, bringing that energy so all true. the time for people to think that you're good at what you do and love what you do like I think it's I love that oh, no that is a great point and that is definitely how I feel I just feel quite like zen yeah, just quite yeah. calm. Sometimes when the decision's made for you, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. As in, feels... like, you've decided, we started to put the wheels in motion. Now it's like, well, I might as well just surrender to this season of my life because yeah. this, this is happening. Yeah, completely. And I, I, think I have the, the storm in it. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest things that's helped me with this is actually come probably a helpful timing that I've done so much work with people in Jan about vision. <laughs> it's like, I've stood there saying to people, you know, like, what's, what's it all about? What's the why? Like, something I kept saying, you probably got bored of this because you have oh, to I just hear it out <laughs> I don't know what you're about to say I, I actually don't know what you do <laughs> by the week retreat you were just reciting it at the back you were like and we have an internal and external why and, uh, no I love the retreat because somebody came on the day retreat and the week retreat and one of the exercises you gave was to get people to write a letter to their future self and the attendee that came to both because I basically shared my soul at the, at the retreat she was like oh I wrote my letter to myself last week so I wrote one for you so I was like absolutely thrilled <laughs> I loved it. Can more people please do yeah, it twice? Yeah, this, once for me, once this for retreat you. retreat could be about solving my problems, that would be absolutely ideal. Can you imagine that? I'd love it. Imagine if it was like come up with other people's goals. Some people would enjoy that. Just feeling like something's been given I'd to love you. That. I would love somebody to just tell me how to live my life. You know that bit in Fleabag just before the... Never seen it. Neither have I, but... <laughs> 
it's a long detour and I'll tell you afterwards why but there's a bit where she's like in the confessions booth and she's just like sobbing and she's just like I just need somebody to like tell me what to do tell me what to say blah blah, blah. that's how I feel like would oh. love that I'd, I mean I'd actually hate that in reality but I love the idea of somebody being yeah. like this is what you'd like and this is how you're going to work towards it I'm like well you did say to me the other day oh, that you God. used to have a dream of being an assistant oh, and would absolutely love to. that gave me so much comfort because <laughs> I don't mind saying on here the jobs that you have had to help me with over the last few months like I always have this fear of people to help me and then being like no I don't want to do that job because like fair enough I don't want to do it but you're just so like yeah cool I'll go pick up croissants yeah I'll go to the post office yeah I'll order that random thing on like a picture of your face on a cardboard <laughs> sign on the internet like oh I just love it You're great. I, I think there's another episode in here about like delegation because genuinely I love the post office so much. I just adore the post I told you obsessed with many things love the post office particularly love one of my particular brands of humour is zooming in on stuff. So ordering a, a meter high picture of your face, brilliant. Loved that. Loved hopping around North London with a tray full of croissants. Like absolutely adored it. It's where I really enjoy it. So yeah. I think we could do a future episode actually about yeah. what, well, like what I've learned about outsourcing. Yeah. I mean, what I would say is I'm obviously not a professional. There are brilliant VAs, OBMs, etc., who actually do this as a job. But yeah. I think there's a lot of interesting kind of like mindset things in delegating Massively. that you have been like, oh, and if you don't want to, no worries. And it's like, this is a dream. So I'd love to spend my day doing this, actually. Like, yeah, thrilled. it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like I've learned a lot. It's been really, really good to have you in this role. It's a funny one as well, because it's one of those things where as technical employer, mm. I wish for you to work for me forever. <laughs> as your friend, I would wish nothing... <laughs> but that like I, w- I want everything for you other than that like I, this is not I you. mean I think when I eventually fly the nest and you don't have to talk to me every day you're going to be bereft yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do well, you just have to tell me every single thought you have because I've done so much vision work with people this year obviously as much as I joke like oh I don't know what I'm doing this year I do actually I set my intentions before I did anything else in Jan didn't I <sighs> We did it right at the start, on yeah. like the third or something. We did. Haven't looked at it since, <laughs> obviously, because genuinely my January actions were just do the things yep. really well. Yep. And I did those things really well. Because I was thinking so much about vision with people. One of the things that I'm like, you know, and you feel like you've got a few like points at a time that you just keep making. Mm. And you're like, I'm just telling everyone this like one thing <laughs> and then I'll just move on. The thing that I've said quite a lot in Jan to people is the idea that in business we rarely think longer than like a year or two in advance. Oh, I do and remember And so yeah. often we think about ambition as like how much can I get done in a year whereas actually a year isn't a very long time and Mm. we usually and I've stolen this obviously from the quote that's thrown around a lot like we kind of overestimate what we can do in a year but like five years or ten years we majorly underestimate Mm. and one of the things that I'm always trying to get business owners to think about is not imagining that at the end of this year that's it but actually what if the bigger vision is five years away and you use this year as a building block to that Mm. and I think that mindset is what also helps me feel really calm about making the decision to basically like step back a bit for however long it's going to need to be because I know that for the long term this is better like absolutely my feb stats are not going to be cute but that's not really (laughs) what matters like I can t- if I take a hit for a month, which realistically is not a long amount. Like, mm. who can remember a random February in their mm. business in life? You you can't unless something major happened. So, sacrificing or trading off one month for a year, two, three plus of growth. Like, if I utilize February, and I'm saying this out loud, so I'm then accountable to it. Um, like, if I actually follow through on like 
not doing anything new, looking after myself, sorting out my admin, getting on top of things, putting in the systems and processes that help, like that is going to set me up for so much more success the rest of this year. Mm. Whereas if I just think short term and think, no, but I need to keep succeeding now, then I'm going to burn out. And then the business will be nowhere by the end of the year. Yeah. And it's like what you were saying about how I think as business owners, even if you have a good relationship with busyness, um, I think we all define our self-worth slightly by like our output. And I think we need to, it just goes back to that thing of, yeah, not defining yourself based on how busy you are, but defining it on like, you, it's got to, you think about your legacy. Yes. I think that's a good way of thinking about it. When I, if I thought about my legacy as being like, whatever I do this year, I'm like, well, I've got so much more to do. So mm-hmm. actually thinking about it, what will lay the foundations, as you say, for the five years, the 10 years, that's like the broader piece of work. I think it's, yeah, you start to see, it just gives you clarity, doesn't it? On like the priorities and like what you have yeah. to do to make that change. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? And realising, as I said, we don't have infinite capacity, so you do have to prioritise. Mm-hmm. Like one of the biggest things that helped me make this decision was when we were actually at the retreat last week and I got an email off of my publishers Mm. about my like book launch promotion plan. Keen. But I looked at that email and just felt dread Mm. because it just felt like to-dos and things. And my book launch isn't until, I don't know if I can actually say when it is, but it's like... It's a few months. Yeah. A good few months, isn't it? At least. Yeah, it's in the, around the middle of the year. So like, launch will begin happening in the next few months but yeah I'll be busy in a few months time and I was like sitting with this feeling I was like why do I feel this way like this should be the bit I'm most excited about and it's because I realized in my head I was just gonna have to keep pushing mm. until yeah. like this point in the middle of the year and I was like I can't spend five months mm. pushing and then bring to this and then I was like actually what like why do I have to be at the same level of output for five months like yeah. I'm, I've always said and believe like our businesses work best in seasons mm. I think that that thought always helped me to have permission not that I need it but I think we often need to give it to ourselves to step back and actually realize yeah if I have a slower season for the next month or two or however long I need that's actually going to then allow me to push and succeed mm-hmm. in that part that means more to me yeah like really what would I prefer like pushing myself more in Feb or like having a good book launch yeah like can you imagine if I look back on this year and I was like yeah I did that extra thing in Feb that doesn't really matter but I absolutely fucked up my book launch like (laughs) that went awful. can't remember it was traumatic I should also explain and hopefully it now makes sense that is why the podcast has not been happening in Jan yeah we have actually had episodes ready to go I could have pressed go they're edited it's it's not been anyone else's decision I've you know and you just know you're like I'm just not gonna give these episodes the love they deserve yeah if I just put them out and actually realizing like no one cares that much (laughs) and yeah like I said my January goal was to bring my best to those three main events I feel I did that I'm proud of that so now I can think about all of the other things mm-hmm. including this podcast Yay. so this is obviously the first episode properly back and then there'll be some guest episodes over the next couple of weeks I will do another little update of this whenever I feel like I'm kind of at the end of this period because I know that I will come up with every excuse under the sun that I need to start doing yep big stuff non-ironically I love that you've done that no I appreciate that excited, I need to have excited rules. to hear what they are I can share a couple of them now off the top of my head but don't, they are in my don't journal. look it's your podcast mate no I'm happy to one is around how I'm just feeling my, in, in my body you know you should wake up every morning and you just feel a bit like hungover even if mm-hmm. you're not hungover emotionally hungover well even just like physically like, I'm just just not really looking after okay the old bod <laughs> the old bod <laughs> haven't run 5k all January Ellie oh god I know did loads in Sloth. December I know well I've, I've never really run before it's just 
last year I was good vibes but you've gone from like five in December to none in January your body's probably like what's going on exactly feeling better physically is a big thing for me just because also I know somatically yeah like when I'm rested enough to do the habits that help me rest more does that Mm -hmm. make sense Mm -hmm. like I was just so fatigued in Jan I was like I can't even think about going to the gym can you talk about the have you talked about the flotation tank publicly no because that I think that sums up exactly where you're at well I've spent an hour floating in a sensory deprivation tank sensory deprivation tank so it's like filled with salt water so you're literally like you feel weightless don't you like it's meant to be it's meant to be like being in the womb like just pure stresslessness there's a big lid over you like you can't really push the lid up yep loved it so and then Alice came out of an hour in that tank with a full list of jobs and to-do lists done. So when she gave herself that hour to connect back with her body and to just be, she came up with a full business list of stuff that her brain was too full to deal with. Well, that's it. I, I so need I feel to, like, like we need to get you... One of your KPIs should be can get in a flotation tank and not come out with a list of business. Oh, interesting. Really practical things, like all of my email, like back to inbox zero mm-hmm. vibes. Um, not like 50 unread WhatsApps from like November, mm. which I have now sorted. Well done me. Like all of invoices I haven't sent chasing late payments do you know what I mean all of that like boring admin mm. just reset because I know that I'm then going to have to keep on top of it but you know and it feels so big that you just feel like you can't even face it Yeah. so that's kind of my vibe is just to get on top of loads of those things mm-hmm. and I think in general just how I'm feeling like yep. I want to feel I almost want to feel bored <laughs> I think that's my goal because I know that if I feel bored that's my best place to then like mm innovate from Um, and I would love to have a schedule that has just some space in it Mm -hmm. so yeah you almost want a free calendar that's so free it's scary yes so that you can then fill that time with what you want to do rather than with like catching up with what you've had to do yes exactly that so yeah I'm excited for myself it's going to be a good time but like I said I'll come back on with probably you Ellie let's be honest (laughs) to talk a bit about what this next kind of season has looked like imagine if i do follow up at like the end of the year <laughs> like guys i needed a while <laughs> also if you just don't do the follow-up people are like oh she's still not okay <laughs> <laughs> and then i'll just do another update in november yeah. being like things are crazy <laughs> and people will be like right i absolutely did not learn my lesson <laughs> things are even worse Woohoo! <laughs> life is a roller coaster she's gotta ride it alice non-ironically once put a ronan keating compilation on in the car i think maybe on the way to swap and i was like sorry is this just ronan keating and ronan keating and she's like i love ronan keating literally the only person under the age of 50 that's ever said <laughs> if Ronan Keating and Michael Bublé did a, a concert, a festival, I'd love a festival particularly, I would go for multiple days. Like, I don't like how would, live how music. Would you a multiple day festival if it was just Ronan Keating and Michael Bublé? I would love to lay in a deprivation tank <laughs> and listen to Ronan Keating. That's what I need. I need to heal. <laughs> Send me to Bali. Hosting a retreat is so fun because you just get to think, what do I want? Yeah. And then you just get to do it. Yeah. Honestly, it's a, it was a scam. Last week was a scam for me. <laughs> I got paid to be there and have the best week of my life. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm so not going to lie fun. to you. It's pretty mad to call that work. Yeah. I insane. always think that when I'm doing a retreat. Yeah. Because you just got this like unreal house. Hot tub, sauna, pool. Somebody cooking for you. Shout out to Toast Chocolate Moose. Private chef. Yeah, we were. Like 
breakfast, lunch, dinner, mm. afternoon cakes. I know. Just whipped, f- just whipped up some scones. Yeah. What'd you do? Yeah. Freshly baked. We had a lemon drizzle one yeah. day. Oh, so many snacks. It was funny. We did a categories game, didn't we? And it was like talking about our favourite thing on the retreat and everyone mentioned Tor's food. And I, I was just like, was like guys, guys, come on, guys. Yeah, no worries. What about the life-changing strategy I've given you? <laughs> I haven't spent hours. The headshots, the workshops, the camaraderie. <laughs> no, chocolate mousse. 10 out of 10. Would go I respect again. that, though. Yeah. I'll be impressed if anyone's made it this far. This oh, is so would I. Definitely a chatty chat. Yeah, they deserve a medal. Chit chat chop. I would be surprised if this episode makes it to air, to be honest. <laughs> we'll wait and see. Mm. See what M does with it. This is it. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to my bit of an update. I hope you've enjoyed hearing a bit more about what's been going on these past few months. Like I said, if you do want to listen to that episode where I talked more about what was going on kind of midway through this busy season, I will link that in the show notes or you can just scroll back. It was a few episodes ago. As I said, there will be guest episodes coming back from next week. So make sure to subscribe or follow wherever you're listening to this. And Ellie, please give us a final phrase to end on. I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun. (laughs) (laughs) Panicked. Perfect. Yep, goodbye. Life is a roller coaster, you've got to ride it. Exactly. Don't fight it. (laughs) Kiss, kiss.